Welcome, everyone, to uh, another episode of Trails of Two Bikes podcast. <laughs> you I'm... sound unsure. I sound unsure. Like, what other podcast well... are you possibly on? <laughs> the, the podcast part just didn't flow with the rest of it. Uh, but I'm joined here in the F-150 studios with the one and only co-host, Jen. Hi. Yes, we're here. And... We're uh, rolling out right now out of Highland. Our bike park season is officially over. Yeah. Sad face emoji. This was it. The last day. Yep. Of the New England bike park season. Yep. Yeah, and we, uh, I don't think we're going to get another downhill day in for 2023, unfortunately. No. That's I probably mean, it. You never know. You never yeah, know. I mean, unless we somehow can swing an impromptu trip to the south, um, you, everywhere you is closed. Know. Everywhere I'm, is closed now. I'm just saying. Yeah. You never know. But we, um, I'm pretty stoked. We've already gotten three, uh, three park days in Highland for 2024 season. <laughs> <laughs> season so, pass paying off well already. Yeah. So this is like, you know, you see all the, the Instagrams and TikToks about like girl math. Boy math. <laughs> well, I have my theory about mountain bike math. So we can we, go through lots of mountain bike math. We yes, but In but fact, that bike, bike was free on the bike back of the season. Track. It is free because you gave it to me. <laughs> Are you talking about my my downhill bike? That was a free bike. I, I really mean all the bikes in the back of the track right oh. now. But you know, yeah. <laughs> but it, but no. So bike park math. You you buy your season pass. You know, we bought a Highland pass, but but. We didn't have a 2023 pass, so that meant that when we bought our pass for 2024, all the days, all the days in 2023 that they were eligible to be used under the 24 pass were free. So we've yep. had so three all of free November. I think it was all of November, basically. Well, I think we went one day in October. It was like the 21st of October or something. So yeah. So I don't. Trying to think of when they put the uh, season passes for sale. It was uh, it's been like a month. Mid mid October. Might even been October first. Maybe. But we we hadn't been over here. But yeah, so we have using bike park math. We've gotten ourselves three free park days. For you know because we have the 24, 2024 uh, season pass. I see where you're going with the bike park math. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's how that works. It's so, just like so you buy the days. Killington okay. pass and you get the two free Thunder trips. Right. And so we have two yep. free Thunder days. Yeah. Yep, so yep. that's bike park math. Free park days. Yeah. You know. And then today, speaking of free, I got a well, not quite free, but I guess it's free because you paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I paid for we, it, so it should I be got mine. A, I got a free fork. I got a new, I got a brand new fork. Ten ten dollars worth of raffle tickets. Yeah. Well, I guess really twenty between I, I, the two of us. Yeah. And I paid for all of them, so it's really twenty dollars <laughs> of raffle tickets. So again, got, got you a fork. Bike park math. Twenty dollar fork. I got, you a, got it for free. I got a free fork. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is so amazing because um, if you guys listened to the last podcast, I blew up my fork. Yeah. And need a new fork. I actually was using Devin's fork on my downhill bike and he rode his patrol today yeah um because i have no fork but actually now i have a fork 
And I was so. throwing my fork on your bike. I was going, oh, God, this thing really needs a rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a squeaky toy. It sounds yeah, like my fork did just before it blew up. like a squeaky toy. <laughs> so, but yeah, so bike park math. I've We've gotten free park passes. I got a free downhill fork on my free downhill bike that I got for my <laughs> birthday. So, <laughs> oh, and my, my free my free jacket that I wore today that you bought that doesn't yeah. fit you. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah. <laughs> so... I could not make the math work for the for the new helmet though. The at the uh, at the nope. store, they nope. have a they have a carbon helmet there at Highland for um. Uh, it's a fox. What is it? A fox RPC, RPC the Rampage Pro Carbon. Yeah, and I I have a Fox Rampage helmet, which which comp. I Rampage Comp. Oh, Rampage yeah. Comp, and um, I I like the helmets. It it doesn't fit quite as perfect as the carbon but i just couldn't justify the 300 dollars. so which is a killer deal because they're 600 dollars helmets they but, are but it's still 300 is still 300 yeah exactly. and we're, we're gonna do some black magic behind the scenes stuff you know get get some of the um the next size up cheek pads yeah for your we got a helmet and that should help yeah help with the fitment you yeah know, and that, that should help stabilize things quite a bit so We'll uh, we'll play around with that and uh, see if we can get that helmet fitting, fitting, uh, fitting, yeah. fitting well. So yeah, that uh, bike m- most of the time bike park math works out. So I actually know very little about the fork I won, except that it's a new fork and it's going to go on my bike and it's and it'll fit twenty seven five. So I mm-hmm. know I talked all about wanting a mullet and loving <laughs> a mullet, which I did, but I love free stuff even more. Free right. free is my favorite four letter word. Um, right. So. I will. I will not have a mulleted bike <laughs> for a while um, on downhill because I will be utilizing this fork. I know it's a thirty-eight. What is it? What is thirty-eight the millimeter stanchions? Yeah. It's a so so everyone should go and give MTB.gen their opinion on what they think of an SR Sun Tour Rux fork because that's that's what she just won. She run she won the Rux RC two. Uh, which is their newer updated one with 38 millimeter stanchions. Um, and yeah, go go give her your opinions. Yeah. Because that's always fun. I would love <laughs> to know your opinion about, what was it, the S- SR? The SR Sun Tour. SR Sun Tour. Rux. Rex. Rux. Rux? R-U-X. R-U-X. Oh my God. I got to sound like I know what I'm talking about. RC2. RC2. Okay. Do you, God, do you, know, what, so do you many, know what that means? No, I don't know what any of that means. And there's so many acronyms. Those cars all have like weird color taillights. There's green <laughs> taillights and purple taillights. I know that's not what we're talking about, but I don't even know if that's Squirrel. legal. Yeah, but that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's how that's how much so, I know about the 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 suspension or the so, fork. So R rebound C compression to there's two compression adjustments okay so there's high and low speed compression so well, oh. you have rebound adjustment and two compression adjustments is That's this what RC2 so is. is this specific to this type of fork or do all forks have the same type of um, adjustments yeah yeah all forks have the same type of adjustment. Like high and low compression? It's just whether they decide to... Uh, so I could have been adjusting my fork for high and low compression in the past? No. Oh. Your previous fork was only an RC. Oh. So it only had rebound and one compression adjustment. Oh, okay. Um, the fork 
my <laughs> fork on your bike would would be an RC2. DVO doesn't throw an RC2 acronym out there, but well, uh, what, occasionally RockShox does. And when would you want to adjust that to high and low compression? What does that translate to into riding? Like uh, what you're so riding? So high and low speed compression. So low speed like, would be G outs going through a berm. That's low speed, right? The fork is compressing slowly. Oh. Right. And high speed is the small bump chatter, the little little rock chatter and stuff oh, like okay. that. So it's when the fork what moves like really drop? fast. Uh, drop is kind of more more of a slow speed uh, impact. Really? Yeah. In my head, I would have thought that high speed compression would be like you're going faster, like in a berm or off a drop, rather than like some of the lower, slower technical stuff. It's, it's not the speed you're traveling. It's the speed at which the fork is moving through okay. the travel. I'm glad you explained that because I, I would have no idea. Is this something you should be adjusting in between runs? Like if I'm like, oh, I want to go, let's say we're, say we're, you know, at Highlands and I'm like, oh, I want to go do Cat's Paw and then I want to go do Fancy Feast, you know? Yeah. So most people don't. Um, you absolutely could if you t- dial in your fork and figure out what settings you like for the two different trails, you absolutely could. And what you'll see a lot of is like, especially on the trail bikes, like a lot of times what I'll do on, on the patrol when I'm riding my patrol here we're going to go do fancy feast. I'll open up my rear shock. That's uh, low speed compression. Mm. Your lockouts, quote unquote lockouts on shocks are usually a low speed compression adjustment. Uh, they're usually fairly drastic, which is why you get like the lockout sensation. But, you know, mine's a three position. So it's open trail uh, and closed. Gotcha. Well, that trail mode is really good for jumps and berms and, and things like that because it it um it slows down the compression, helps the the shock ride higher in the travel. My fork on the patrol is a six position low speed. Uh so I'll throw that a couple notches if we're gonna go do big jumps or something like that. So yeah, you absolutely can and it's probably probably not so much gonna make that big of a difference on Cat's Paw and Fancy Feast. Mm-hmm. Uh but if you're doing Hellion laps and then want to do maiden voyage, you know, that's a good example of where you would want to use different compression settings. Gotcha. That's really, that's really helpful. Um, sometimes, you know, I, I feel like I don't, well, obviously I don't, I don't know enough about like the, my equipment and you mm-hmm. are so graciously do a lot of the work and maintenance. <laughs> and, you know, I do feel somewhat responsible, like, especially if, you know, I win something or whatever. Like I should understand what I want and how it works and, and everything. So, you know, that's good. That's good to know. I really don't understand the mechanical, how to adjust it. That'll be something you have to have to show me, but I appreciate the explanation. It's it's fortunately super easy, especially on the fork. Your bars are like this Uh for everyone listening. I'm holding handlebars. Um, which I shouldn't be doing. Yeah, you're driving. Uh, <laughs> Put your hands on the steering wheel. What are you doing? Your hands are like this. <laughs> you can see the top of your fork, uh-huh. the two stanchion tubes. Oh, well, on the, the one thing. on the right, there's knobs. Yeah. And yeah. you just turn those knobs. Oh, but which way? Well, d- depends. 
what what are you where what was it set up for and what are you doing next oh my god see this i couldn't handle <laughs> that is so like so, so if it's so if it's set up for jumps say say it's set up for hellion um what if i don't know then you look at it and you go oh look it's in the three position and i'm gonna go do tech i'm gonna turn it to the zero or one position what is the zero position i'm thinking of a clock there is no zero Open. zero is are zero they numbered or one. are they no if i go look numbered. at it oh yeah. okay yeah, if you look at the fork okay. it's numbered so i was literally panicking so on my track like with the suspension lockout it didn't say which way was which so i never touched it all year it didn't say like firm with an arrow like on my sentinel huh you know when you can move oh, it. i think it's on the side of the fork which is a good point it's fairly useless if it's on the side of the fork because you can't yeah. see the side of the fork no, from sitting I, on the bike. It's so <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm kind of like, uh, I'm never going to touch this because I can't. Yeah. I'm afraid of like what I'm doing and, and how to adjust it. Um, it's it's uh, you know, I'll use a completely non bike related reference, but it reminds me of like, have you ever sighted in a rifle and you do clicks? Yeah, right. Le- uh, like up and da- and it's like, oh, three clicks this way, two clicks that way. Mm-hmm. But like you never know where you start. So you just have to kind of. Like, well, that's the, your initial shot. Yeah. It tells you where you're starting. No, I yeah, it does. But <laughs> I'm just same, saying like, I bikes. feel the same with a bike. But mm-hmm. like. Your rebound is that way. Yeah. I just never. Because your rebound usually isn't numbered. I mean, you can't really. Because it, it has just full like, rotations. Anytime something has full rotations, you can't really number it. Right, yeah. because if you're going around more than once, then you're going back to the num- numbers, right? Yeah. It's still probably actually, now that I think about it, would be helpful because you could be like, all right, I'm three rotations and three digits in yeah. know, type of a thing. But um, they don't they don't typically do that. It's your compression knobs that don't do full rotations. So you'll see on your Fox uh, 36 on mm-hmm. your Sentinel, it doesn't have numbers, yeah. Because it has full rotations. Yeah. Um, I also haven't touched that for that reason. <laughs> you know what so, I did mess with were the little knobbies on the suspension on the, um, oh, in the middle by the cranks, the thing that the little blue that have circles. Your rear your rear shock. My rear shock. Thank you for <laughs> saying what yeah. part of the bike I'm talking right, cause about. Because I'm like trying to figure out like what <laughs> part of the fork is close to the cranks. No, no she's no, no. talking about the shock. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about the shock. So I have messed with those on my Sentinel. When, yeah, when I told you to. No, <laughs> no. Shout out to the wheelhouse. Rob showed me <laughs> how to use it and told me that I could mess with it and he set it up. He's like, I set this up how I want to set it up and I looked at the numbers and then he explained it like I was five and said what I could do if I move the numbers. Now I don't remember right. what he said, but I remember I adjusted the numbers and I like it. So I feel good yeah. about that. So yeah, so on the Fox DPX2 I think that's a DPX2. It's either DPX2 or DPX. Pretty sure it's a DPX2. Uh, it has numbers for the rebound. Mm. Um, and so the numbered one that you were adjusting was rebound. Gotcha. Um, the, yes. Yes. The, the the lever switch is a low speed compression. Yeah. Um, I was adjusting the rebound. That's what I messed with. Right. I was thinking you meant the switch. No. Nope. Because I've told you to do that before. That I've done. done. Yeah. But no, I meant I meant I, I adjusted the rebound to kind yeah. of what I, I thought felt good. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, and I it re- might they. Those those shocks I think also do have a compression adjustment that that 
uh, changes. So it kind of has like a fine tune. Yeah. Which is, I, th- I think they do. I think they've got the fine tune, which is the number. And then the switch does a kind of a course adjustment. Yeah. And so that's like when you're climbing, you flip the switch and it just closes the uh, compression circuit. Yes. Yes. That's what I've definitely done that with this bike. Um, yeah. I was saying on the trek, I didn't because I didn't know which way was which and it's not labeled. It is labeled. But again, it's on the front of the shock and you can't see the yeah. front of the shock while you're riding it. Yes. But I've, I've told you on the track when to move it to where when we've been. Yeah, because when you're next to me, you can see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and also like um, I've dealt with enough of those shocks. I know what position is what. But then also uh, we had, what was that? I think we let some air out. We had softened it up maybe for Emily. Yeah. And then you were riding it and so I was like, I'll just throw oh, it just yeah. throw it into the mid position and yeah. that'll that'll firm up the shock a little bit yep. for you so that it's more more Yeah, that was before I or had, we had softened it. I think we softened it for a downhill park day. Mm-hmm. And then uh And that was before I had the Sentinel and then I rode And it. before the downhill yeah. bike too, that was last year. Um and so then yeah, you were doing a trail ride and it's like, oh shoot, I forgot to I remember that. Put, it was pump the pressure back up, was, just switch it to the mid position so that'll squishy. help support it. It was so squishy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, that was uh so thank you for that like tangent on learning about uh forks and suspension and <laughs> And everything that's very helpful. Um, I'll have to like go back and listen to this because I guarantee you uh, I won't remember <laughs> any of it. Right. I, 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 what I don't even remember what the name of the fork I want is. The SRC. <sighs> SR Sun Tour. SR Sun Tour. That's the brand. Yes. Rux. Rux is the model. Yes. I guess it's a Rux RC two is really I the model. Okay. model. SR Centaur RC2 Rux. Rux, Rux RC2. RC2. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyway, if you have ridden anything from SR Centaur or specifically I'm, this. Yeah, I'm going to caveat that with oh. if you've ridden any of SR Centaur's higher end real higher suspension, end, yeah. because they do. So, and we were kind of talking about this with Robert. Um, SR Centaur is very well known for their low end components they're low-end shocks so they make yeah some really really entry-level type of things um that do the trick for entry level but is one of those things that you absolutely need to swap out if yeah. you break through the entry levelness into uh intermediate um because they are not like they're super cheap and that's why you can get away with like a bike spec with a decent fork yeah um but you're going to end up blowing through the fork once you're up to an intermediate level or some something like that. Yeah. So they're really good um, for that. They've got quite an impressive lineup of uh, low-end stuff to get people into biking at a reasonable cost point, um, price point, which is probably most people's experience with us, our Centaur. So... <laughs> Feel free to give Jen your opinions if that's what you've you've ridden. But <laughs> really, if you've ridden any of their higher end stuff, like a Rux or uh, I'm trying to think of what their um, you know, Zeb uh, Zeb Fox Thirty Eight equivalent is, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah. If you've ridden any of their real high end stuff, shoot her a message. Let her know. 
Yeah. I'd tell, love to know. Tell her how she's going to fly over handlebars, <laughs> you know, no, whatever, <laughs> whatever no. commentary you want to give her. No. <laughs> but yeah, I won't get to really ride it for several months. So, yeah, it's um, going to it's gonna be a while. I guess maybe we have to make a trip down south. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure we'll it out. Squeeze one in there somewhere. Oh my gosh. It's so, it's such a long drive. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. I wish it was just easier to get there. Yeah, 100% agree. So if anyone out there is a pilot that wants to come pick (laughs) us up. (laughs) To charter a flight. We can can meet you in Lebanon, you know. Yeah, there's an airport right there. We can drive right to the airport. (laughs) Yeah, and bring our bikes and, you know, you just fly us into Knoxville. I'll buy you a Windrock bike pass for the day. Yeah, (laughs) for the day. You're not even going to go for a season pass. No. Oof. No. She drives a hard bargain. Yeah, not hard enough to get that helmet. (laughs) That didn't work. Yeah, did not. Nope. So yeah, I um I figured we could kind of, you know, talk about our feelings of the season. You know, it's uh, we've got uh, just like every time we record a podcast, basically we we've got a couple of hours of driving. <laughs> <laughs> We're headed to Maine. I'm actually got some work stuff happening tomorrow in Maine. So uh, Highland was on the way, and it happened to be Highland's closing day, and it was a balmy 35 degrees, maybe as a high. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, there's still snow on the ground. Um, and yeah, what is the temperature right now? Your your truck is not wanting to share that. 33. 33 here. Yeah, wherever, so it's probably about are. 30 once the sun set. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, we uh, have a couple hours of driving, so we're figured it's a good time to talk about you know reminisce about the season it and uh talk about the highs the lows what we liked um what we thought about you know all of our experiences and for I, me i'm not prepared to go this in depth i didn't realize you uh wanted to do a uh, full full decompression oh of, my gosh why not the bike season why, why do well, you have to be prepared i, I want it to be off the cuff <laughs> off the cuff Devin. you don't oh, need man. to have notes you don't need to meditate about it. Absolutely need it some needs some notes. No. I don't remember what this year was versus last year versus the year before. Do Come you on. You think talk? my memory is that good? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> actually, you you call me out on so much <laughs> stuff that I say that your memory has to be better than mine or else you're making me feel like an insane person. I think that's what a like a um, sociopath does. <laughs> but... Oh, this- <laughs> Take it's divulged quickly. <laughs> uh, if anybody else wants to also psychoanalyze Devin, you can also <laughs> s- you can send him a message. You know that he can use that information <laughs> however right. he wants. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I just thought you know it would be a good time to talk about it. We can. I- I'm happy to lead it off if you honestly are like I don't know. I don't remember this season. I mean, for me, I think it's a little easier. It's my first full downhill season yeah i've been doing this for a while yeah and (laughs) (laughs) um i can i definitely can you know talk about how it was in the beginning versus how it was today in the beginning in the beginning yeah because i literally (laughs) think i had like four or six or something downhill days before this season started yep yeah Um, something like that it wasn't a lot it was definitely under 10 and i didn't even have a downhill bike until this season so Right. You were riding a fuel. Yeah, I was riding my track fuel on the on the downhill trails, which hey, I won't ever you know give anybody a hard time for you know riding their 
Yeah, you got to ride know. what you've got. Yeah, rung what you brung, you know? That's right. But, um, yeah, so this season, I think, for us opened in April. and S- Sort of. Do, uh, do, do we not discuss... Thou shall not be discussed of prior to April. Well, I'm talking downhill. Thou shall not be discussed prior to April Windrock trips. <laughs> that was when we went to Windrock. Was, was it? Are it you was sure April. It was March. Positive. Oh. It was April. Okay. No. Yeah, it was after Easter. It was like. Hmm. Okay. Well, never mind then. Yeah. It was like literally Easter. I think we drove down or the day after or something like that. Hmm. All right. Yep. Nope. That's that's fair. That that uh that is April. For some reason, I was thinking it was March. No, nope, no March. We did not. March is the only month this year I did not ride a bike. Mm. We had that conversation. You didn't even get out for a. Uh, no, it snowed. It wasn't, wasn't one of your two fat bike months. Nope. I was done with the <laughs> fat bike by then. <laughs> Everything was icy the beginning of March, and then yeah, the end of March cool. it snowed like a lot, and then I we were skiing. I was at that point. I was like, I'm gonna ski all the time. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, our, and then it abruptly melted, and we decided to go to Tennessee, um, and that's when I went to Windrock for the first time, and I rode the downhill bike for the first time. Right, because you got your okay. That's I got my downhill probably, bike you for got your birthday. Downhill bike for your birthday in March. Yes, that's kind of where my I think my brain is yes. hiccuping. Yeah. And yeah, and you had to wait patiently to ride it. I had to wait like a month to ride it. And we, we took you down to Windrock for, uh, to break in a new bike yep. and for your first time ever at, at Windrock. At like actual six, downhill, yeah. Four or six downhill days ever under your belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, folks, is episode one. If you would like <laughs> to listen to it, episode one and two. Yep. The prior, the, the before, and the after. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I should go back and listen to episode one because... You absolutely should. Oh, my gosh. It would be so funny. It, I'm kind of glad maybe, we... Maybe we should do that. We'll, we'll do a... Uh, We'll do a listen party with any of the listeners that want to join in. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like the beginning of the season. I was so like, it has to be so funny. I was so (laughs) anxious. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. And I also know I got so excited about the silliest little things that now I'm like, this is so easy. But I think. No, you still get excited about the silliest little things. That's fair. They're just different silliest little (laughs) things. (laughs) That's not true. They're big things to me. They are. They were big things to you at the start of the season, too. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) So, yeah, we did. I'm just going to try and, like, quickly mention some of the highlights, and then we can go back and, like, so we did this year. Do we we really want to limit it to downhill? Is it downhill only? I think downhill only. Downhill only. Downhill only. Cuts out all of Michigan. Cuts out. Well, I mean, that's not hard to do. You could. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could count pedaling up Marquette Mountain, but that but but that wasn't really downhill. No, we, we didn't, and I was we on the track. I was not like no, we didn't yeah. get a pass. We should have gotten a pass. <laughs> I guess not for one lap. We pedaled up, but <laughs> we weren't supposed to. We were supposed to have a pass. No, no, you can pedal up. Okay. Mm. Oh man, I'm glad we have the easy pass in the truck, and we aren't in my car because that yeah. would suck. Easy pass is uh, not covered, right? I don't know. By that metal is. oil filter. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, um, I think downhill. And so beginning okay. of the season, we started at Winrock. And then we did, literally went to open weekend at Highland on like April 30th. Yeah, so, so actually that's a good point. 
earlier we were talking about we open and close the season at Highland. We didn't. We actually no. opened the season at Winrock. I know. I said technically, but I mean, when Highland opened, we were there. We yeah. were there the first Saturday. We didn't go the opening Thursday. Saturday or Sunday? It was, um, I thought it was whenever April 30th was. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I remember it was the 30th. But um, the, the um, yeah, we couldn't go the opening day because we have jobs. Um, and it was like a Thursday. Right. Yeah. But, um, yes. Uh, Thursday for season pass holders, Friday for us yeah. normal folk at that time. Yeah. And we did not Something have season like passes have then. Season passes. So no. we went opening weekend at Highland and then we went back to Winrock and then we went to Mountain Creek um, two weekends in a row. Yeah. At Mountain Creek. Yeah. Um, then we did Killington, Snowshed. Then we did um, Snowshoe. Literally, like, the next weekend, we drove, or maybe two weekends later, we drove in June. We went to Snowshoe. So, I mean, you, you're you going through this pretty fast, but... Yeah. I figured we'd go back and, like, talk about... We just kind of would do, like, the thing... Okay. And then okay. talk about and okay. like revisit. All right. All right. All so right. I'm just doing the timeline. 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 Right. So yeah. Then Jen's we, timeline. Jen's timeline. So we did the race. We did two weekends at Mountain Creek. One of them was the race. We did um, we did uh, Killington because Killington opened while we were at Mountain Creek. And then um, we went to Snowshoe and we did the race at Snowshoe and Road. And then... Um, we went back home, did a couple little Killington things. July, we went on our big trip uh, where we Which went to Michigan. Count because no, it, it does because downhill. we did snowshoe on our trip. Oh, we did. Oh, so we went right. back to snowshoe. That's right, we did. We in July, out with snow, snow and then um, I really didn't do any other downhill besides that. Neither did you. Um, I had Flow State. Um, and then in August, yeah. we went to New York, which was not downhill. Yeah. I ended up wrecking. Um, couldn't ride really well. And so I think we did one day of downhill in August in Killington. And then... August was a busy month. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot going on in August with like other trips Must have gotten out there twice because you got some practice in before the USO. No, in the beginning of September, I got out there a couple of times. I went by oh, myself. So in okay. September... We rode at Killington um, and really just stuck to Killington for a lot of the fall, like most of September and part of October. We were at Killington because of the race. Mm -hmm. And then um, really after mid-October, we went back to Winrock and we did. Oh, I forgot. We've done three Highland or not Highland, three Thunder Days in there. Um, well, so you've done three Thunder Days. Yeah, you did too. I did, I did three. Too. So I did a Thunder Day in September. We did a Thunder Day at some point. I want to say June or July. It was fairly early. Mm. And then we did another Thunder Day in October. So in October, we did some Killington, some Thunder, and then Highland. And then in November, we've done Wind Rock and Highland to close out the season. Yep. So um, definitely... Definitely a really busy season. We ended up riding pretty much every weekend, I would say. Almost every weekend. Yeah. Where, um, come this fall, really, you know, there was a couple of a couple of weeks where, like, we were traveling and had some work stuff going on. But really, we, we've gotten in, you know, a park day 
at least once or twice a week for the last six weeks. Yeah. Which is really awesome. Um, definitely loving it. And I have to say, like, that takes a lot of dedication when you have kids and, you know, full-time <laughs> jobs and everything. Oh, but does Highland make it so easy with kids? Oh, my oh. gosh, yes. Yeah. Shout out to Highland. Yeah. You got some good things going. That's, like, a whole other... I do want to talk about... We'll probably maybe do that in another episode. Talk about, like, mountain biking with kids. Yeah. Um, because... This year for them was, it, it was amazing as a parent to see them flourish and grow and particularly my youngest, like just get so stoked about everything, literally everything on a bike. Um, so I really want to, but that's like a whole episode in and of itself, I think. Yeah. Yep. So Agreed. I'll ask you, we did a quick rundown of like everywhere we've ridden. I'll ask you, what are your top five? <sighs> I know you hate this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it anyway. Uh, top five. Well, yeah. it's it's hard to rule out taking a win at Mountain Creek. Um, Did you get first? I got first. I forgot yeah. about that. I forgot yeah. what you placed. Took, I- took took the win at Mountain Creek for yeah. the. Uh, thank you, Eric. Kudos to Gearwork oh, yeah. Eric for crashing in his yeah. race run and not quite squeaking out a uh, <laughs> a win over me even with a crash. So yeah, so thank you, did. Eric, for having some mercy. Um, and then can't rule out uh, top five finish at the USO with you taking a third and Emily taking a fifth as well and uh, all around everyone having a good race weekend. Um, let's see. Winrock is always fun. So, I guess... We'll go with the May trip to Winrock. The May trip? Yeah. Okay. The May trip. What'd you like about the May trip? I don't know. What? <laughs> it was fun. I That's all I remember. It's just very specific. It was, it was a while ago. Well, we went three times. April, May... And yeah. November. So, so I was just said, uh, why that one over the other two? Uh, well, the first the first one, uh, I think you had a lot of anxiety. <laughs> um, That's fair. So that that was tough. Um, and this last one was just bone dry. And what what fun is Winrock when you have grip? I like that. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I think uh, overall, I think the park was running better in May. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I, I fair. Think, I think you probably had a better time this time. Um, but I had I had fun with some of the other other stuff. I got to ride in, ride in May, and like I rode with Eli, um, yeah. Santa Marina, um, while we were down there. Did a trail one with him and stuff. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, so I'll say, I'll say May cause no one likes riding with Jesse. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> Aww, that's mean. That's and we had true. to ride a lot with him this last trip. So you love riding with Jesse. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's three. Oh boy. Uh, throw well, the no first shoe. thunder trip we did together. Oh, it was like was Trillium good. you were loving and that was a lot of fun to see you. Loving riding that. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to put a snowshoe in there. Mm. I, don't, I didn't have a 
guess I, I don't remember you the race. You podiumed at the race. At, you got third. Was it third? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that takes highlights for me for different reasons um, because I've never had a good race, even though Snowshoe is basically a, a home for me. I've never had a good race result. I've last year uh, was feeling really good and had a really good time. Will told me that I was up at the splits. Uh, but crashed in the last 15, 20 seconds of track. Um, and then just any other time I've raced at Snowshoe just hasn't been a good result. So that that does get a highlight for that. Um, okay. I think you got some pretty cool pictures and had some fun with photography. Yeah. So that, was, that was pretty cool. Hmm. Let's see. Was that? So but, that's four. You got one more highlight. Probably probably a Highland day. I guess I'll be nice and pick a Highland day that was with you rather than the one that I was over there by myself. Well, I mean, if it is what it is, you know, you can pick one without um, me. Let's see. Although I like to think I'm pretty fun to be around. Generally, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Uh, probably, probably today. Yeah, I think I think today would would close that up. Today was a pretty fun day. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty good day all around. Though my my trip over to Highland by myself was a lot of fun because I just burned laps like crazy, and so hit hit a lot of the tech stuff. Yeah. And and got a lot of laps in. And it's always fun doing uh doing hot laps. So. There you go. That's your five? That's my five. Okay. What's your five? My five. So I'm going to have to throw out the race, obviously, that the race experience at Killington doing the Open. The U.S. Open? Yeah. That makes your highlight reel? Uh, obviously. Uh, I don't understand why. I mean, <laughs> I only talked about it for like the entirety that we've had this podcast. So <laughs> it was my <laughs> big it was my big goal for this year, and I did it, and I podiumed, and all the things so i'm that is that is a hundred percent of my highlight reel um i am as far as i i would i have a couple i guess i will say my second trip to win rock which would be the may one um <laughs> okay you know yeah. uh, i don't know but this one too uh mm, i don't know i don't know i don't know i can't pick a win rock one that's tough. Okay, I'll have to come back to that. <laughs> I'll have to come back to that. There were there are so, pluses and minuses to both. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I rode this past time much, much better, and I tried out the two neutrals, which made me so excited. But I'm thinking about how I rode in, like, the muddy, sloppy conditions and worked so hard to clean dropout and finally did mm-hmm. to, like, have that accomplishment. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what I'm going to pick. And then I'm going to pick... Um, Doing the big drop in the Stinky Skills Park at Killington. Ah, that yeah. was big yeah. for me. Um, that was a big feature. And I yeah. did it so well. And you captured an amazing photo of me doing it, which I appreciate. Um, so I think being able to do that uh, was really awesome. Um, never in my wildest mind did I think I would accomplish that this year. Um, so there's that. Wow, I'm already up to three. Um, you better slow down, killer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> snowshoe when I cleaned M and O. 
that I like really gave myself a hard time about. Was that was that the race weekend or was that when we were there? Um, I did it by myself. I think that was the race. It weekend. was the race weekend when you yeah. and I got mad at each other, and I said I didn't want to ride with you. <laughs> oh, you you mean also when I had practice, and so I had to go for my practice. No, it was after when we were doing laps after. Maybe it was before. No, it was during my practice it, that you cleaned up and all. Yes, when, I cleaned when you it during practice, but I I said peace out. I don't want to ride with you before your practice. And then I went and did it like multiple times by myself. That was after I wrecked on it, and then I got really yeah. irritated and didn't want to be around you because I. So I have this bad habit of Devin knows this and I'm saying this not because Devin doesn't know he knows <laughs> when I wreck most of the time I don't know why I didn't do this today but many times when I wreck I get super pissed off and I want nothing to do with Devin or anybody else and I'm just like leave me alone and you and Jesse would get along so well and <laughs> well we do for the most part <laughs> and but yeah I am like just gtfo and let me be by myself and i i am just super angry and i don't want to be around anybody usually it takes me falling twice like in close succession and then i'm like i'm done you usually fall twice in quick succession because you fall once and i tell you <laughs> hey you should take a break and you're like no and you jump on your bike and take off right away and, and then, then I fall. you're all jittery and stuff from crashing so then you crash again <laughs> like i've been doing this for a while i know how this works uh, when you crash you need to stop and let your jitters calm down no no <laughs> nope not gonna do that Devin. i'm not gonna listen to you and give you that yeah. satisfaction yeah nope. should, should should we should, should we revisit a conversation we had earlier <laughs> in the truck about kids listening to their parents nope <laughs> nope not at all you're not my parent <laughs> So, that is true, thankfully. <laughs> so, yeah, I um, I definitely, you know, this past time I like went on M&O. That's what happened. I, I, I had a it was dumb. I had like a bobble that made me unsettled. But then I kept going. And then there was that corner that I've all, I had a hard time with a super hard time with. And I basically fell down it. Um, right. Oh, yeah. That's and right. then I was just like, F this. I'm pretty sure that was not the race weekend that that happened. No, it was. It was before your practice no, time. No, I, th I think. It totally was. That was a, like the second time I did that trail. And okay. um, yeah, I then rode by myself several times. And then while you guys were all practicing, because you had last practice. And yeah, yep. I rode till the end of the day. I think you got one lap in. I think your practice ended at like four and the lifts closed at five. And we did like one lap together because that's when we did Jay as well. Yeah, okay. Did we? Yes, on, I did Jay both same times. Day? Yes. After I did M and O and I, and I was like, I cleared it. And then I showed you a video that right. I took. I thought um, it was the next day, but that would have been... Yeah, you didn't ride the next day, did you? No, I didn't, because I took pictures all day. Right. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. I only had a scenic lift pass. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, because those were only like 10 bucks. But, um, yeah, so I... Um, yeah, that day is going to be on my list. So I think that's, what, number three? Four? That's number four? I think that's four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I have to say cleaning m because that was a really technical trail... Um, I was definitely in my head about it. Um, and then I, 
I'm going to have to, man, I'm going to make this weekend like one thing. (laughs) I'm going to cheat. Yeah. um, Because I have to say, writing. This is why I don't like doing numbered highlights. No, it was, it's not like in order. It's you just said top five. Just like they're not in order, like one through five. They're just five great things, but it's hard to limit it to five. But I'm yeah. trying to limit it to five because we could keep going. But um, this weekend, we had we rode yesterday, we rode today. Um, and yesterday we rode with Clara, my youngest, who's six, which was free. It's amazing. Again, my favorite four-letter word. So when you do bike (laughs) math, our passes were free. Our kid was six, so she was free. Any kid under seven is free at Highland, which is amazing. So um, having her ride yesterday and having her do that bridge on Cat Scratch was absolutely outstanding. Yep. So being able to see your kid who could barely ride a bike in May... Like, right. like she literally could only pedal a small distance and go straight. I had to help her down the hill of our road, which is not much of a hill. Yeah. Using my shotgun strap. Um, yeah. The, not, not like a gun shotgun, but no, like, like a the brand. Yeah. The brand shotgun. Yeah. Um, the, it's a toe the strap. To- toe strap. Uh, to to break for her going down the steep hill because it was way too steep and that yeah. even took some convincing and some tears yeah to get her to do to now she is riding that standing, bridge she is standing around berms she is like knees open she is pumping she pumped yesterday yeah she did she, she absolutely pumped, pumped yesterday <laughs> i was behind her and i'm like look at her little butt go up and down <laughs> like she is pumping <laughs> so terrible it was so true though mm-hmm. i was looking at her I'm like what is she doing because she wasn't yeah. sitting down and i'm like that girl nope she was is pumping. pumping yep like she figured that out all on her own yeah i'm not sure where she saw she's clearly seen someone do that but yeah i don't know where like I, I have no, but that blew me away. She's going twice as fast as she has ever done on that trail, and yep. so just being able to ride like with her, like you said, I would it would have been amazing. I would have loved, loved for somebody to have snapped a photo of us when we were like, yeah, her in front, and then the two of us kind of flanking her side by side. Jen side wouldn't hold side. my hand. Just saying, just throwing it out there. I, I was trying wrecked. to get her to hold my hand, but she wouldn't no. do it. She no, wouldn't do I it. Because I would have wrecked. She wouldn't hold my hand. No, I don't want to hold your I hand. I want the record to say, uh, to show. No. Let the record show. I don't, a true, hold, I don't approve of trail PDA. <laughs> I don't approve of trail PDA. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, don't you even. Don't you even. <sighs> okay. So, we're going we're gonna to move on. <laughs> and, no, but it was so amazing. She did this bridge, yeah. which is actually a steep bridge. And my oldest, when she tried to go over it, it took her a while to be able to go over it. All I had to do with Clara was bribe her with five gummy bears. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think it took Emily that long to go over that one. No, she did it. She walked down it th- t- two or three times. Mm-mm. She did it once no. with us, and she walked down it with Eva. I don't think. No, I thought the first time that they went up to it, she rode it with Eva. No, the second time. Was it the second time? The second okay. time. Gotcha. Yeah, and I know she walked it with us at least once. I can't remember if she walked. We it didn't more ride than it her. with her. 
Yeah, we did. No, because we had Clara. You wrote it with her, or I wrote it. One of us wrote it with her. Maybe it was me. Then it must have been you, because I hadn't written it with her. I, I know I, I did we it took with Clara her. up to the bridge and I walked through the bush. I thought it was all of us, but maybe it was just no, me. Cause, cause and you must have went a different way with Clara, because Emily totally walked yeah. it. Okay. And then we went back the last time we were at Highland, and she wrote it. Yeah. But anyway. To, to have like your kid do that and then at the end of the trail ru- trail go that was awesome and like want to run back up like that kid gave up lunch she gave him a sandwich to go ride the tr- the ski <laughs> the, you know to go up the the chairlift to do another to do another lap and that kid yeah. loves food yeah so like just having like an awesome family day you know and then being able to close out the season today like i felt Despite my wreck, which was outstanding, it was like the best tuck and roll. And I'm super bummed that the GoPro cut out halfway. Um, <laughs> well, it didn't r- cut out halfway. It caught you hitting the dirt. Yeah, that's fair. But <laughs> I didn't get the roll, I didn't which is the, the best part. And no. then the bike going everywhere, which almost hit me. But um, anyway, like today was such a... I felt so good on the bike. I did the rock wall today. You know, I felt like I was like leaning into the berms and it just really felt you know it just really felt good i felt like today you know i got air on the jumps Mm -hmm. i did you know the drops and i really i don't know i felt like everything from this entire season came together today yeah i didn't feel the pressure to do more of the difficult trails which all season i've kind of been pushing myself and to try harder and to do this and today i was just like is the last day i am just gonna have fun you didn't make me feel pressured i didn't feel pressured i know you you don't usually make me feel pressured i put that in my head yeah you put that in your own head but (laughs) (laughs) but all the time it just the culmination of everything it just felt like i was you know that I've reached a point where I was comfortable. I was going pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talked about it a little bit before recording. It was actually kind of a little weird uh, because you were riding your your stability, your form, like everything. You were riding really good. You were riding the flow stuff really fast. And then we would go into like fancy feast and like some of the rock stuff you'd slow way up on. And I'm like, what are, what are you doing? Because and, and I'm sure it's still faster than you've ridden it before but you were riding so fast and so well yeah. that it, it was really drastically different than how you were riding everything else. So it was really weird. Um, it felt off when we'd go hit some of the tech stuff because it didn't feel like it didn't feel right. It felt off. And yeah. um, some of that is, is just going to be time in, in the tech and stuff. And, you know, ex- you're on a borrowed fork, um, <laughs> you know, st- yeah. stuff like that. And we haven't ridden that stuff in a while. So there, there's a lot of variables, but it was interesting to see because we haven't, haven't really had that before where it, it felt like there was such a drastic difference yeah. um, in your riding. So it was, it was, it was weird because it was so, so different. So you're riding everything so well. And, and your form and everything, too, like even in Through the Rocks and stuff, you rode them really well, way more stable than you ever have. Um, so it's like 
you look at you on the bike and it's like she should be going faster than that because she's obviously comfortable and obviously riding it well. Yeah. So it's just, just a weird a weird feeling. That's really good feedback. So are we transitioning from your favorite moments of the season to just how today <laughs> went? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's pull the trigger on that oh, one. Okay. So we didn't ride anything crazy today to end the season. So like to, to be fair, again, like you said, it was thir- oh, bal- balmy 35 degrees and mostly overcast. Yeah. And, and there's still some snow in places. There was definitely some freeze-thaw happening. There's, there's some, some solid, solid peanut butter type mud. The upper half of any style that you can you can see it from the chairlift was still all frozen. Yes, the middle so, part so was the, mud. So the thought of going into Hemlock, Maiden Voyage, I really, you know, some of these areas that yeah. always have water, always have moisture on the rocks... Was maybe not the uh, the not most the appealing uh, a yeah. thought to have, right? <laughs> and so, I, yes, I would have gone and done them because I'm an idiot and we'll go do that stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, for for a first time going through those trails, probably not the right day. Yeah, no, and I totally appreciate that. Like we did one lap on lower happy hour, and it was all just like sticky until you got to the bottom quarter of the trail. Like, it was just really muddy. And to be honest, that trail doesn't run as well muddy as Cat's Paw or Fancy Feast. Like, I will take yeah, a muddy it, Fancy it, Feast it all day. It certainly wasn't running as as well to, today, for sure. Yeah. I will say, lower any style, uh, lower happy hour. One of the, th- we, we need to work a little bit more on your berms and get you some more speed coming out of berms because yeah. you're, like, at that fine point of... You're still not getting enough speed out of the berms for that trail being muddy. No, I totally felt that. I felt just like I was coming in, you know, the 90 degree angles, not at the right part of the berm. The exiting was off. So I didn't, I've enjoyed that trail a lot more than I did today, which is why we only did it once. Because you're like right at that threshold of having fun on it when it's dry, but not quite fast enough. You don't get quite enough exit speed out of the berms to have fun with it when it's wet. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's that's what I was trying to say where you're on that fine line. On uh, Caspaw and Fancy Feast, uh, those trails, for whatever reason, I can ride them much better when they're muddy. And it might be because I started the season with them wet and muddy. If you don't, you, you remember our opening um, day, like it. It could be. I will say so. They so weren't there muddy was a, today. Really. There was a difference today when you have freeze thaw. There's a the mud is a different consistency than when it's actively raining. Yeah. Right. And so what we had at the start of the season was actual moisture coming out of the sky, not moisture coming out of the ground. Yeah. Um. So so it it definitely reacts very differently with with the dirt. Yeah. Um. And so you don't get as much of that sucking the tire and like holding the tire. Yeah. When when you have the rain on top, kind of moisture. So, That's fair. Yeah. So you can roll through like it better. A, it went. Yeah. And this, like this was the freeze thaw, your thaw grab your grab yeah. your wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was like what I felt as soon as you know you go on mm-hmm. to lower happy hour and you like take that first little jump and you yeah. just land on that lower side of the landing and it just uh, all your speed's gone and it's yeah. like oh well shit now i'm pedaling in this Pro- you know and probably the most similar thing that we've 
ridden to that this year. Windrock? No, not at all. Windrock was consistently wet. Uh, would actually be the U.S. Open. So the racetrack got some moisture, and oh. when it starts to dry out, you get this similar type of uh, phenomenon. Yeah, you get the like peanut the butter. Like the section, and then yeah. the other parts up top. Yeah, yeah. And, and the loamy section is totally different dirt, so it, it still is obviously yeah. quite a bit different. But you get more of that peanut butter. You get more of that gumming up Yeah. Um, when things start to dry. Not when it's actively raining or still quite saturated, but when moisture is starting to... Uh, come out of the soil yeah you get that peanut butter and that's the closest thing to like the freeze thaw yeah the freeze thaw one of the problems with it is it tends to get a little bit deeper into the soil um than your your straight up rain and, and no yawning on the podcast she's op sorry uh, oh it's been a long day <laughs> Ah, but and, f- and you're so interesting. Your conversation is completely uh, riveting. No, I'm put, just kidding. putting you to sleep. <laughs> but the freeze thaw typically gets deeper than than rain falling on a trail. So you end up with uh, freezing, you know, a, a couple inches, yeah. and then that'll thaw, and that breaks up a couple inches worth of dirt versus the top inch or half yeah. inch or whatever that yeah. that the rain really penetrates into. Yeah. So you do get a very different reaction out of a freeze-thaw moisture than, than you do with That is a very in-depth explanation about dirt. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But you, 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 <laughs> you care about that stuff because no, I, you, you're like, oh, tell me more about this fork. How does that work? How does this work? I know. So, I'm just so giving you, you a hard time. You can't time. give me a hard time about this. I'm only giving you a hard time because you gave me a hard time about <laughs> yawning. And I just happen to be tired. <laughs> you, you did yawn. And like, everyone heard it. <laughs> well, I try to be quiet. <laughs> I try to I try to quietly yawn. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So... Yeah, the conditions were money. I would have actually loved, and by the end of the day, I was feeling so good. Like, I literally was doing back-to-back runs, like top-to-bottom runs, which I haven't Mm -hmm. done in a while without feeling as good as I was feeling. It would have been nice if there was a couple more hours. I definitely could have gone another hour or two today, um, which, womp womp doesn't doesn't yeah. happen in november the it was literally the dark it was sunset at four thirty. so yeah but yeah and the temperature starts dropping pretty quick yeah <laughs> yeah but it, you know i really was feeling like i kept asking him like you think i could do any style like i think i can do any style and, and i had to keep pointing out like you didn't like lower happy hour the rest of any styles in the same shape i know i know <laughs> but i think for it makes me feel good because I think for next year, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I'm just, I feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah. Um, and any style isn't difficult. What makes any style difficult is hitting the features. Yeah. So, but, but the trail itself, like if you're going to roll the stuff and bypass like the, uh, well, obviously the previously known as pink bike drop and like the big, table there and and some of the on off features yeah um then it's it's a fun flowy trail yeah it's when you want to start clearing those tables some of those are pretty big uh and can be taken pretty big so that's kind of more of where any style becomes a black and why it's labeled a black is because the features on it not necessarily the trail itself 
And I think, you know, I'm excited for next year. So, you know. Um, Good. I'm glad you're excited for next year. I'd be a little worried if you weren't excited <laughs> for biking next year. Yeah, I'm definitely. This, I am this so podcast would definitely be in question. Yeah, that's fair. You're like, I'm not excited to ride next <laughs> year. It's like, mm. We no. have a mountain bike podcast. That might not be the best yeah. of choices. I don't <laughs> even know what we're going to talk about for the next couple of months. Actually, I do. I have to. We. It, I, I have a few ideas besides my kids and and they're riding and like just riding with kids in general. And then, um, you know, the, uh, we're both doing different conditioning programs in, in our off season. Yep. So n- shout out to Rachel for, uh, yeah. Rachel Paggio for, um, the, uh, the training, uh, Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> What whatever she's doing. Shit, that's wonderful, Devin. <laughs> can yeah. you can you please because my Rachel words Paggio aren't working. Rachel is doing a um kind of a it's called MTB boot camp, um and I'll definitely be talking about it more. I'm one week in, um and I really contribute how I felt today to even doing like this for the last week. But a combination of riding Windrock, you know, as recently as last weekend, and then I've been conditioning all week. Windrock is much longer. Windrock is yeah, much longer. Much, much longer. And um you know, so between Windrock and then doing genuine conditioning, I did take, you know, an appropriate rest day. I've been doing the strength as I should, um, which is new for me. I've never done a true conditioning program. And for those of you um that may know me know that I also have a degree in exercise science. Um that's what Shell has as well um and she's finishing her master's and this is something that she's doing um as part of her education like uh her her um degree she's using that experience to create the mountain bike boot camp um it's very difficult like and not as enjoyable like i don't want to make a program for myself could i yeah yes is it going to be as enjoyable as having like somebody kind of like giving you the feedback and the things and the work to do and and able to help you if you need help you know no when you're doing it by yourself you don't have any of that so um not to mention michelle's kind of made this made it a a group effort right so like there's she's got a group of of people so you can kind of like feel like you're in this together yeah type of a thing yeah she's gonna do like live workouts and stuff like that so i gotta figure out like what the details are about that and, yeah. and that sort of thing. So um, I'm super stoked to do it. And I know you've done conditioning programs before, mm-hmm. but I did, I do. But that's, f- that's a, that's, so, so the, it's, it's what? $5 a month. Yeah. $5 a month. Five, $5 a month, which is insane. That's which such is a great insane. Yeah. And so if anyone out there listening is looking for a conditioning program, I'm sure you can still do that, right? Oh, yeah. I don't think that there's a limit. I mean, and you could also just message Shell, but um, I don't think there's like a cutoff. But highly, highly, highly valuable and so worth it, especially at at $5 a month. The price point is really awesome. Price Um, point is insane. Yeah. So um, I definitely will want to talk more about that since I'm only a weekend. I, you know, want to get a few more weeks in right. to, to have a little bit better. Um, but if, if you're listening and you need something, go check that out. Yes. Cause it is, if you're not doing conditioning, yes, go check it out and start doing some conditioning. Yes. Cause I, um, I have to say, I really feel like that was the, 
ma- it was the huge difference in um, my performance at the Open. Mm-hmm. I really, really honestly believe that um, my ability to, uh, my conditioned ability was just not where it should have been. And that you can ri- do a lot of park days and do a lot of riding, but it's not the same as conditioning. Right. And so that's where, you know, I've been kind of looking for the right fit of how to how to do that, especially in the off season. I'm not one that takes rest days. This program has rest days, which right. is it better have rest days. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. And Shell knows what she's doing. No, she's she been does. doing she's a World, World Cup Cups, racer. Um, and yeah, training for that and. Yeah. While, while going to school and yeah. working she's privateer yeah i don't know how she has any time for anything but yeah and so it's pretty amazing you know to have this this program in the off season and i'm looking forward to you know continuing to do it and you know i w- i'll talk more about it once i've had the opportunity to kind of mm. yep. s- feel see some of some of the results yeah. um so and and I'm doing uh, train to ride, which is Coach D. If if uh, anyone's familiar with Pink Bike, you'll see plenty of Coach D's stuff uh, on Pink Bike. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the program Speaking that I'm Pink doing. Speaking of Pink Bike, like I'm gonna go on a tangent. I have not heard uh, like the last several things I've heard about Pink Bike. I've been disappointed in between the Rampage stuff. And then um, they Ram- appear- Rampage isn't Pink Bike. No, they're comments about Rampage, and um but also they made comments recently i think it was um i saw it posted several times about a podcast where they make some pretty flippant remarks about um people posting mountain bike content that aren't professionals and that doesn't sound like pink bike i will play it for you we'll have to talk about that at another episode too if i remember um and I meant to share it with you. It's a whole YouTube video. It was like 10 minutes. And I uh, and I was like, damn, you know, um, it, it was really I was really surprised. I think it's episode 198. But don't quote me on that um, uh, on their podcast. And they made a couple of really flippant remarks about how social media is really only meant for um, people who social media is really only meant for people who um, are professional and, and um, not for amateurs or they don't, they they don't want people that are just like everyday riders sharing content because it's not, they felt it was not valuable. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll have to go and listen to that. And so it it doesn't seem because pink bike isn't uh, everything. Almost everything on pink bikes page is not professional. It's amateur. They, they I, take amateur submissions, and they, I'm just saying I don't. I we'll we'll have to go we'll back to and listen, listen to, to that because yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So my besides like the buy and sell bike stuff, I haven't. I don't have a very good impression of of them. But no, I mean the the funnest part of pink bike is the pink bike comments on everything. No, oh. people get. It's so funny reading through some of those comments. Oh. If you actually ever get anything on Pink Bike, you don't want to read through the comments. But it's a lot of fun reading through the comments. Oh my god, no! That would just that just tells me right now that would infuriate <laughs> me. Probably that it's full of just a bunch of bros that want to like keyboard say warriors. No, say they know how to uh, how to bike and yeah. The and the best the ones are on, on any like um, especially downhill bike reviews. Yeah. Someone will always like the the first you know you know how first was a thing for a while on YouTube. So on Pink Bike, it's 
the first comment's got to be, it looks like a session. Oh, yeah. It's got to be, absolutely got to be, for any downhill bike review especially, it's got to be, looks like a session. Because that's like, that's that's like a thing. Don't (laughs) teach me how to be a bro. I don't want to, I don't want to know these things. I'm just not going to, it's not going to be a part of my life, but thank you, Devin. So. (laughs) It looks like a session. No. I do. Your bike definitely looks like a session. My bike does look like a session and I'm glad it does. Yeah. (laughs) But. It didn't look like a session. Yeah. That would be weird for a session. (laughs) So. Okay. So we've talked about, I'm surprised how efficient we were with like how all things went today. We didn't really talk that much about how things went today. I don't know how else (laughs) they went today. I just thought they went well. I thought I rode well. That's all you have to say. I I mean, usually you have a whole lot more to say. I don't know. They went well. (laughs) Nothing like crazy happened today. I mean, besides winning the fork, that was pretty crazy. But did we even talk about that? I guess we did. Yeah, Yeah, we did. did. The whole beginning. Yeah, we totally did. But, um, no, I, I think that in general, it was really just about a chill end to the season. And that's what that's what I was going for. I know that's what you wanted. It was great. We had mozzarella sticks at the end. This was the first time in three damn months that they've had mozzarella sticks at that place. It's not true. I've gotten mozzarella sticks without you. Oh, okay. When you were there without <laughs> me, but they've been out <laughs> of mozzarella sticks every time I've been since like July. I mean, so we, we only asked once. We tried to buy <laughs> no, some the once, no, the one I, time. And I then went the back the last time we were there, I asked. No, not, no, not we, yesterday. we forgot. No, we I forgot went, about them. I went in and asked. They didn't have any. When I went in and got you snacks. Oh. Um, when we had the kids. And we went to Central Park. Both yeah, kids. The, the weekend that was crazy busy. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have any. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That, <laughs> that weekend was crazy busy. Yeah. So. Okay, that's fair. You, you did ask twice. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Um, no, it was just a chill day. It was awesome. I, it was cold, but it wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't, was a chill day. <laughs> it was literally chill, but no, it was, you know, I think the only thing that, and maybe it'll come with time and I love riding with Robert and Eva. I feel like there are only friends of Highland. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Highland for me is missing a little bit of the social aspect. Well, I do think it's interesting because we, um, when I've gone to Highland by myself, KJ and Derek were there. Oh. But anytime you've been there, they haven't been there. I have not been there the same time as... Or we've been there with the kids because I think they were there. Maybe. Um... Or but but then like there's other people that you know that that were there. Like I see people like in passing or like you know. But I think of like Windrock when everybody's kind of on the shuttle or hanging out waiting for the shuttle. You know. Yeah, Wind Windrock is different because you've got that. Yeah. You know, close. Everyone's on the shuttle together. Yeah. Type of a thing, so it, it feels a little bit more. And I I will say like every time we've gone to Highland, maybe it'll change once we um. Be, now now that we have passes but every time we've gone to highland we've we're very focused on like getting laps in because you know we want to get our money's worth and you know we paid to be there that day and sometimes we're only there for a few hours and we want to yeah. do as much as possible and um we don't often just like chill or stop or take a break or you know whatever or we get there very late and we're parked like eight miles down the road and <laughs> not like in a communal spot so I think that's something that I guess happens over time. But I think my experience at Highlands is it takes it's taking a little bit longer 
to have that like you know there are people at Killington that after going there maybe half a dozen times that I'm like oh you know like I know these people you yeah, see I was, them yeah I was just chat. gonna be like who who are your Killington friends I mean all the people we saw at the skills park like and now I talk to them all the time on, you know yeah you, you, when have you ever ridden with them I, we never have been able to connect since that one time <laughs> actually so that's not true I think I rode with one of them once that's that's kind of my point is like yeah it, it feels that way but Killington isn't really any different and to be fair we've been to Highland a number of times with the kids yeah that makes it very difficult to like go do fun laps yeah to well and to ride with other people meet other people yeah um, meet up with other people because we don't know exactly when you know we're gonna be able to break away to go do a lap Um, but then the other thing too like the people that you're talking about that we met at Killington was like on a I don't know what day it was. It was like a Friday or something. Yeah. That we cruised over. I mean, it, it was a locals day. Yeah. And so basi- basically it yeah. wasn't a weekend. So we ran into locals and talked with locals. Hi- Highland will be the same way. You know, you go over on a Friday and the line's not 30 minutes long. You see yeah, the same people fair. and, you know, you hang out with people. Like it, That's when I was over there that KJ and Derek were over there was on a Friday, you know. Yeah. And, and so you're going to see more of the locals on not the beautiful weekends where there's going to be a million people, right? They know that they know what the lines are going to be like. Yeah. No, so. no, that's fair. And like today, there were, I, I today it was very apparent that today was mostly locals, mostly like season pass holders. And yeah, there's there's a couple of the kids that I've talked to before that yeah. that were there. They're I'm just saying for me, like it it doesn't have that like comfortability yet. Yeah, I I think it will. I'm just like over time. I'm just giving you some is, some ideas of of yeah. part of why it feels that way. Yeah, and a big part of that to me is the times we've we've been there with kids which makes know, it very difficult I just figured out we just crossed in the main this is going to be a complete tangent for anybody listening i just figured out that that guy on google is a lobster it's a guy in a lobster suit you just figured that out we, we I talked about tell this what it was. last it looked time like a little devil thing i don't know what it was <laughs> so it's a so like every time you cross a state i don't know if anybody knows what the hell i'm talking about every time you cross <laughs> a state on google maps on the truck it has this little icon Google that flashes Maps, off. period. It's and not it says, just on the truck. <laughs> I don't know what my phone says. because does not the exact same phone. thing. But it says like, welcome to Maine or welcome to Vermont or New Hampshire. Whenever you cross a state line, it like tells you welcome to wherever. And it shows a little person. Like when you go into New York, it's like a little person in a Statue of Liberty costume. In Vermont, it's like a dude in a flannel and a maple leaf that looks like a pot leaf. Yeah, that, that yeah. Jen was like, "Oh my gosh, that's terrible!" It's like it's a maple leaf. I thought it was Jen. pot leaf, but <laughs> I don't remember what New Hampshire's is. I don't, I don't we'll know. We'll have to see. When we we, we still can't figure out what Maryland is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what Maryland is either. I don't remember any of the other states. I just remember New York is the because we cross into New York a lot. But um, yeah. So anyway, uh, that was a complete tangent. Yeah. So I think. Um, we should wrap up by talking about what we're looking forward to or want to like what are we looking forward to about next season or where do we think we'll be or like want to you know what direction do you want it to go I want to ride bikes (sighs) 
You're so simple. <laughs> I am so simple. <laughs> this, is, this is why I'm always like, you're overcomplicating things. Oh when you're God. like, well, I want to make sure that you're getting the riding that you want to do. And I know you don't like, like I slow you down and you yeah, don't do like riding with down. me. And it's like, no, no, no. I like riding bike. I feel like I went fast today. I like bike. Okay. I like bike. Okay. I like bike. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. So I just want to ride bike. Okay. I like riding bike with you. What about racing and stuff? Racing and stuff is another question. Um, we did get um, unofficial from from USO that they will be back to Killington late September again next year. They're still firming up the details, but um, I reached out because you know we're trying to to figure out for kids uh, what what they can do. So I think USO is another you know again this year is or for twenty twenty four is is a good. Yeah. target i'd like to do that again uh beyond that i would like to do some more races um but what specifically is uh gonna come down to when what the schedules are yeah um it's always yeah, I, i'm going to hedge a bet that mountain creek will have memorial day memorial day again um that's probably com- becoming you know the national quote-unquote national thing or whatever um let me start it on that um so downhill southeast hopefully we'll be back to creek and memorial day time frame that was a fun one i yeah i would i'd love to do that again um i don't know that i would race that i think i would photograph that yeah you can totally do that but yeah. i will say the race course wasn't that terrible and I haven't been there since last May, so now yeah, I may I, I may feel entirely different. But I think I think you could do the 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 race course. Uh, the The Electric Avenue is a tough section, uh, but it's one little section of of the racetrack, and and we could we could focus some time in there to make sure that yeah. you're able to ride through it. But um, that that section, when I was taking photos there, I have no idea how people were riding that. That was just, it blew me away. <laughs> it was so full of sand and dust. And I can't imagine that if it was wet. Like, holy, holy. If, if it was wet, be. it would have been better. There was two inches of powder. sand in it. Yeah. Just powder that you would just, you couldn't see anything underneath it. Yeah. No, when it's wet, it's not as bad. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's way less crashes in there when it's wet. I mean, there's still crashes, but like. You were you were taking pictures. You saw how many people went down in there. Oh yeah, like a third. <laughs> there was a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people went down in that. Yeah. So so yeah no but but I think that's a a fun one. Um, other other than that, racing wise, I don't know. Um, I'd probably like to do some Cat ones in Eastern States Cups. Uh, not in downhill southeast because I don't want to buy a license, a yeah. yearly license for a hundred bucks to do one or two downhill southeast races so i'll stick in cat two three for yeah that. um yeah the hard part is it'll be really schedule dependent but i i yep. think it would be amazing if we could make a race or two happen for the downhill southeast yeah the downhill southeasts are so much fun uh i yeah. know so many people uh, the Malali family is is great. Yes, um, you know they're they're such such good people and so much fun to um, to hang out with. So yeah, um, I'd love to do some more downhill southeast, but it's it's completely schedule dependent, especially with um, it being more of a uh, 
into the summer. The, yeah, kind of departing from the traditional, um, sticking and sticking with preseason only and extending into the the summer. Uh, yeah. Which, which obviously with kids gets gets a whole lot more busy. Um, so we'll have to see what what the schedule is and what we can line up. But it would be cool to do some more of the downhill southeasts. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, uh, I'd like to get down to Windrock. You know, we've talked about that, trying to get down there in March or April, May time frame. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I just want to ride some bikes. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, um, I'm really interested to see how um, conditioning goes over the off season. Yep. Um, really interested to see how I feel the first chance we can get back on a bike this spring, like a downhill bike. Um, I'm optimistic we'll be able to do some trail rides this winter. We have some plans to go to um, Sedona and, um, you know, we'll probably go down to like New Jersey or, or things like that, New York. Yeah. Um, go visit some friends and get some, some trail friends. riding in. Yeah. Go visit Steve at Stevens. Yeah, Steve at Stevens. Maybe <laughs> ride at Port Jervis again. Um, that sort of thing. That'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I haven't decided really how competitive I want to be. Um, I I know that I I still have a lot of room to grow in that space. A lot of confidence to build with speed, especially on technical stuff. Um, my my riding my stability is definitely way, way way better way better um i think it's even better from when i raced in september to now yeah you don't um, you don't scare me going down trails anymore <laughs> i don't scare you going yeah. down trails what do you mean <laughs> what does that mean when well, did i scare you start of, start of the season it's you know you kind of drop into something and it's like well there's 50 50 percent chance this is gonna go well oh that's great <laughs> i mean i still wreck i wrecked today and i got up i rolled yeah. <laughs> i was like that hurt my shoulder and then i got on my bike and i still rode really well <laughs> yeah and and there when you're riding with someone who like with the stability level that that you're at it's like you know i'm comfortable with with whatever you do yeah you still crash i crash um the funny thing you know, is, is I, I have crashed. never seen you crash i know i always do it you do uh, it when, when i'm like not looking when, or in when front you're of you're not around yeah um i mean to be fair i'm pushing when you're not around i'm not pushing yeah. when i'm riding with you that's fair it's like i don't crash usually when i ride with clara right yeah <laughs> um but so what was i even talking oh your stability yeah, yeah. so so, like, earlier on in the season, you know, it's like you go to roll into something, especially when you're at a stop and your bars are doing this, you know, kind of kind of the tank slapper or shameen um, oh. as, as you're going to roll into something. I didn't and it's even like, realize I did well, that. that. That could go terrible or, <laughs> or it might work out well. And more often than not, it, it works out fine. But, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those like things that, just that track you think stand about. And be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, and like when you roll into a rock garden, your front wheel's not going all over the place. It's tracking straight. Most of the time. Depends on the how, like a wind rock rock garden? That doesn't really matter. Your your wheel's tracking straight. I still can't believe it I can, did that rock garden. I don't reach around. Right. I went straight yeah. the fuck through uh -huh. it, but yeah. holy shit. That's how you're supposed to go through it. You <laughs> go straight through it. You do not try and turn on that because you, 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 you can't. You will die. You, you will die, yeah. <laughs> Talk to Jesse about yeah. how turning goes on it. Uh, yeah. 
No, it's it's a it's a point and shoot, and yeah. um, I mean, I think that speaks. Oh, I did that. Speaks to your stability. I did that today a few times. I just kind of like there was a spot mm. on Fancy Fees all covered in leaves. That I'm just covered like covered in leaves. Yeah, granted, it sh- put me into a berm at like 90 degrees, but like it just kind of I just kind of went yeah. like near the bottom of Fancy Feast before like the big rolly hill that I like, but um, mm. anyway. Yeah, I think most of Fancy Feast, you weren't. You were, like, all over the... You know, you were going like over here and over there. And oh, at the top, yeah. I was yeah, at the top, I'm like, what are you doing? Just point and shoot. I was doing a lot of dumb <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I don't know these things. Yeah, you just you just point and shoot through that section. Yeah. But, um, no, I think next year, we'll see how I feel. Um, I think conditioning-wise will really be a, a dependent... Like, maybe I'll want to try and do an ESC race I am very um, apprehensive because of how they set up the women's categories yeah the ESC um, is, is a little bit more difficult there's no true amateur category right there's, it's just women's and then women's pro yeah which so, is not great no and I get it you know if there's not a lot of numbers it's not hugely competitive but, but we, we talked to uh, we talked with the Malali family at um, down in Knoxville at AMBC the Fall Fest yeah. about that because because when the downhill southeast didn't have enough women they combined pro and cat one yeah which I agree is a better combination there's definitely still a difference between cat one and pro yes um in in women in the women's field but you you gotta be encouraging the people starting in in the sport otherwise they're not going to right like you're not you didn't do an esc this year we were thinking about it until we looked at it we didn't end up doing you didn't end up doing an esc this year because of the format you know it's prohibitive to someone starting out which is unfortunate yeah Um, and so that that's not a good way to try and encourage growth in in the sport exactly because i would love to have another race like just experience you know to be able to train to be able to practice it's my argument against combining cat two and three in general as well i I think for the most part now we've got big enough numbers that those categories don't need to be combined yeah um but you know that's it's another one of my arguments um but the downhill southeast does split it out. Yeah. Downhill southeast has pro cat one and amateur women's, just like they do in the men's now. Now that they have enough they women, have enough. they've yeah. they've split out the the pro and cat one again. Yeah. Um, so I do think that that a downhill southeast would be good, and it's just a matter of what fits in the schedule. Um, it's possible that we could get to like a Massanutten. Yeah. Um, which is a fun track. It's not yeah. necessarily the hardest. It's not the hardest thing that you would race. Uh, we could even potentially get down to a Windrock for a downhill <laughs> southeast, which would be an interesting track. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not but you sure. rode you rode the the Cat Two Three course. Yeah. While we were well while we were there while we were there. The, I would be in last place. That's not necessarily true, <laughs> unless somebody wrecks. <laughs> that's also not necessarily true. We'll see. But um, I I don't know that I'm ready for that. I think the confidence in that will take a <laughs> lot. That is. That is challenging. That is a challenging course. Yeah. yeah. Windrock is a tough Would place. I want to ride it? I would love to ride it. Would I want to race it? That's a different question. Riding, yeah. and I did learn that riding and racing are very different. You know, I can ride a track well. 
I can ride a track what I feel is fast, but can I race it and be competitive or different? Mm-hmm. And oh, so absolutely. kind of just getting to that point, I think, is... Um, the fact that you're realistically two seasons into riding bikes and you've done a downhill race is is pretty awesome. And, and the fact that you've done decent at, at the downhill race, you know, is, is yeah. pretty awesome. So, I mean, that's that's big. And yeah, the race race speed versus riding speed is is a, a higher skill type of a thing. You know, it's it's yeah. more years of experience type of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know I feel so much more stable on the bike now than I did at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And I know so much more. And I also feel like I have so much to work on. So I think next mm-hmm. year, you know, right now, I don't have any like, oh, my gosh, goals. But it, if the USO is confirmed back at Killington, um, I think that is obviously one that I'm going to shoot for and make time for. Yeah. In the schedule, regardless, I think that's something that is going to happen. Um, and then um, outside of that, I really just want to, you know, I want to try and continue to progress. I want to be more comfortable in some of the black trails. I want to get comfortable at jumping, um, which I started to do at the end of this season. Um, at least on some of the blue, like I'm, I'm a pretty comfortable intermediate jump line rider now. Yeah. You're, you're doing pretty good. We got to get you over the hurdle on jump start, um, from where you yeah. crashed. Oh my but God. once we can get you over that hurdle, uh, you have the skill and the ability for all the jumps on, on that trail. No problem. Yeah. Uh, it's just getting over that, that fear because you did have a massive wreck there last year. Yeah. Yeah, my thumb still hurts from that. It doesn't help yeah. that I landed on my thumb today when I wrecked. But and you did it, Winrock. And, and I did. You yes. did a couple weeks before that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Mountain bikes. Yep. They're fun. So, but no, it's been a it's been an amazing season. My first full season. My second year on a bike. Period. Um, and you know we might have another pedal or two or three this season before things really freeze mm-hmm. um yeah and but i'm very very happy i've had an amazing time and been to so many awesome places and i i don't I, I i don't really have any other way to like end cap it besides that oh and i want a fork so that's awesome and, oh and i <laughs> kind of want a fork at a thousand dollars at revel which is kind of oh yeah i want a the weird, rebel box that's yeah not not, not revel gonna... not really a gift card but uh yeah a, a, a sale and we won the thunder, for no additional sales the and you thunder won the passes. thunder passes I, thunderstruck the, the did, did that make did that make your highlight no Thunderstruck I just thought about that. No, that I can only have five. Thunderstruck with Emily was great. was amazing. Riding at Thunder was amazing. I I didn't even put Thunder on my highlight. No, you didn't. But this is why I don't like five highlights. <laughs> uh, but yeah. no, it's a, I, I'm very happy with, with just, you know, this season. And I'm, I'm sad that, you know, the downhill bike is going to sit for a little while. Not oh, ready God, for The downhill it. bike is so excited to sit oh for a while. Oh my god, I know. I gotta that pull all thing. the bearings. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I can't, I can't wait to start so digging into the bikes. 
I, yeah, I think I think yours is going to need new bearings this year. I've got the new bottom bracket set, sitting on the desk for it. Uh, we got a new fork, so yep. so that's that's awesome. I need awesome. new grips because I've ripped the shit out of my grips. You need new grips, yeah. I mean, the whole yeah. thing needs to be torn down. It's it's teardown season. The shift um, the shift cable should be coming. Yeah, the shifter, not the shift. Oh, shifter, shifter and cassette and cassette. <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the bike's going to be happy to sit for a little while and get yeah. get some, some love in. Well, thank you in advance for all the maintenance. Oh, boy. It's going <laughs> to be a long off season. Uh. Yeah, between between all the bikes, there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah. 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 No. No. Yeah, it's sad, sad for us to, to sit off of bikes for a little while, but the bikes are certainly going to appreciate it. The patrol's got a lot of, a lot of needs. And my yeah. Nor- my Norco's already in pieces, so... <laughs> that one got a got a kickstart to the the teardown season with uh, yeah. you needing to borrow the fork. So and it'll be interesting. We got to figure out stuff to talk about in the off season. This will be her first off season in the podcast. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't I don't think that'll be tough. Yeah, I just I think it'll be interesting because normally we're in the truck going to yeah. or from some bike park. So. <laughs> Off season, I'll have a little bit of a different format. We might actually be in the the home studio. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the home studio, yeah, the probably home studio the that I'm that I'm working on building. Yeah, right now. yeah, the yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, and um, so I I think we haven't really um, we haven't really sought anything or or gotten anything from listeners before either. So if anybody has any thoughts of uh, things to talk about, things you'd like to hear about, yeah shoot jen or i a message on instagram uh d johns uh and mtb.jen shoot either one of us a a message or um some some thoughts again mtb.jen shoot her your thoughts on sr sun tour forks oh yeah yeah uh, i want to know about if any, what people think of that because <laughs> i don't really know anybody that has that suspension so not not many people do yeah, yeah. not well not not on the east coast the west yeah. west coast there's a little bit more it's kind of like dvo2 there's more yeah. more prevalence on the west coast because they're on the west coast but um yeah yeah uh feel free to to shoot thoughts and things like that and we want to hear uh yeah what your highlights from the season were that too. that would be awesome i love hearing positive stuff from people so um, so to counter all the negative that you're going to get for the fork <laughs> from the keyboard Aww. warriors, Nobody, <laughs> I don't think we have any keyboard I, warriors I don't think, in our listener I will be amazed if we audience. get any messages whatsoever. <laughs> so if you message and you listen this far in the podcast and you message one of us, we will share it in our story. And <laughs> I promise, or if you don't want it shared in your story, I will give you a shout out or whatever, or a hug if I see you at the bike park next year. You, you can choose. But you can't have all three. <laughs> you just get one. Just get one. <laughs> what if you leave three comments? Uh, no, it's just one one per person. Ooh, what if what if they send you a message and send me a message? Then you have to give them a hug, no matter what. Ah. <laughs> ah. Yep. <sighs> uh, I'm a hugger. <laughs> I know that you aren't exactly so. Uh, I'm not not either <laughs> uh, well i just like bikes yeah, oh my god <laughs> full circle we have come full circle i like bike oh. well what do you think are we in 
we're an hour out, little over an hour and a half. Yeah, we we could call that an episode and uh, yeah. stop and get some um, maybe some. Uh, uh, Devin's hungry. Some, some foods. Yeah, we only have mozzarella sticks. That doesn't that doesn't hold him over. That's not not sufficient for a uh, dinner. I uh, I'm happy with mozzarella sticks and snow caps. Did we have lunch? About. Nope. We rode bikes. <laughs> we, we didn't have bikes. lunch. We didn't have lunch. That's what oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm turning into you at the bike park. I don't actually yeah. eat shit. <laughs> so and this is this is a shout out shout out to Rhino Power because this is one of my favorite oh, tricks. Oh yes. Um. So so we've been using the Rhino Power hydration yes. mix. Yes. Uh, which which is good stuff. Although Jen doesn't like it when I make Ugh. it because I make it to you what what, it, what you're supposed to, too and it actually scoops. has flavor. No. Um. And doesn't taste like watered down Gatorade. That, stop it. Um. I put like half a scoop less than you do. <laughs> it tastes watered down. No, it doesn't. Um, it tastes a- but anyways, normal. Anyways, one of my favorite tricks for going, like I would do this at Winrock all the time, is Rhino Power also makes a carbo fuel, which is primarily oriented at uh, endurance athletes. So when you're doing a two, two plus hour ride, um, you can throw some carbo carbo fuel in your your drink as well, uh, and that'll give you some more carbohydrates to fuel um, your high you know energy output endurance type stuff. Well, what I figured out is that if I do a hydration mix, because there's a little bit of carbs in the hydration mix, not a ton, but a little bit. Uh, if I have breakfast and then I do a hydration mix before lunch, and then after lunch, like don't eat any lunch. I just have two bottles. The hydration mix, which I drink before lunchtime, and then once it hits afternoon, I start drinking the carbo-fuel plus hydration mix combo, and then I'm good all day. I don't need lunch. And then I'll <laughs> eat a big big dinner afterwards. Yeah. But, but that combo will sail me through an entire day of every lap possible at Winrock I'm without sure, feeling like I'm way too I'm hungry sure to do I this. I'm sure I could like unpack that and how that there's there's like that's like the people that just like you know live to be a hundred but say they drank every day and smoke cigarettes. I'm sure there's something along that line of what that's doing to your body that's like not good to not eat lunch and like push that hard all the time. But <laughs> I'm glad it's you're just, able to do it. And not, not feel like you're dying. It's not all the time. It's just weekends. I got to work, yeah. you know, so I, I wouldn't be able to take a, f- a full day normally. It would just be the weekends <laughs> and I could crush, okay. absolutely crush the park. It was awesome. Anyway, so we skipped lunch. So that's why I'm so hungry. I only had six mozzarella sticks. I had to get a separate order because otherwise I'd get s- one. <laughs> yeah, I also had six <laughs> mozzarella sticks. I will say five was an adequate number. So I think your math of one was correct. Yeah, but I didn't want just one. <laughs> 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 the last well, time we actually split it, you were <laughs> mad when I took my third one. <laughs> yeah, I was. I don't want to share. Man, I'm an older sibling. I'm the oldest. I don't, I don't share shit. You get the leftovers. Oh, my goodness. You get whatever uh, so I don't true. want. Yep. Yep. Survival of the fittest, man. Uh, that's right. That's why I just buy my own cheese sticks. <laughs> Note <laughs> to anyone who rides with Jen. Buy yeah, your own do cheese not, sticks. Do they, not ask for a mozzarella stick. You the mozzarella sticks one. at, at Highland so are good. pretty freaking good. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't blame you. I don't fault yeah. for that. Those are <laughs> those are really good. I do good. actually share things, just not mozzarella sticks. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I suppose on that note, we'll we'll wrap up and uh, we'll uh, yeah. we'll catch you on the next one with who knows who what. Knows what? But we'll, uh, we'll I'm sure it'll include some conditioning. Um, 
and bike stuff type type of stuff whether yeah how conditioning is going probably some bike stuff uh, maybe some maintenance stuff of how bad Jen's stuff is though I gotta say I don't think this year your chain's gonna be double stretched so I've been keeping an eye <laughs> on chains and, and your chains are doing pretty good I've been trying not to shift so. under load I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> alright that's good alright we'll catch y'all on the next one bye bye oh that's the <laughs> wrong button <laughs> <laughs>